Hi there. You're about to enjoy a recording made in Wellspring Church in central Watford. We're glad you've connected with us online. And of course, you can follow us on social media, even download the Wellspring app. But much better than this is meeting in person. We would love to welcome you to one of our services in a congregation near you. As you listen to this recording, know that we are praying for you to be encouraged, inspired, and given wisdom from heaven to live life to the full as Jesus intended and bring transformation to your world with his amazing love. God bless you. Hey, hello everybody. Great to spend this time together. My name is David and it's a privilege to be sharing our time together in God's word. At the moment, we're going through the Family of Faith series and today I'd like to talk about faith in response to hardship and difficulties because I know just personally that even though I have faith, I have to go through difficulties in life. I go through struggles and the struggle is really real. And the struggle I know for certain people watching this right now is really real for you too. And so what I'd love to offer you today is just another perspective, a better perspective. You see, when we talk about faith, in the Christian church, when we talk about faith as church, we're talking about a relationship with a God who deeply loves and cares for us and is with us no matter what. And in fact, when he's with us, he's powerful to save. Nothing is beyond him. However, in situations and circumstances when it doesn't look like or it seemingly isn't that he's saving us or coming to our help, he still has the best for each and every one of us. Today, I want to talk to you that by faith, we get through. And I simply want to offer this perspective. Now, you may have already noticed on my uh, little jumper here, I have a piece of artwork printed on here. It's actually called the Great Wave of, let me just get this right, Kanagawa. And uh, it's by the artist Hokusai. I'm really sorry if I've butchered that. But anyway, it's a really cool artist and impression of some waves. And you can see this wave is massive. And actually, what I never realized was this painting or print was part of a series of prints that actually was focusing on Mount Fuji. Now, Mount Fuji is in this picture, and actually, it's under the wave. Sometimes, you can actually call this picture, what it's called is under the great wave. And what's interesting to me is in this perspective, the wave looks huge, it looks massive, and it probably is, it's probably about 20 meters, 30 meters high. But actually, Mount Fuji in the background here is actually over three and a half thousand meters high. Mount Fuji is much, much, much bigger than this great wave or any great wave. And in the same way, sometimes in our perspective, in the situation or circumstance we're going through, where what we find ourselves around, things can look massive and God can somehow seemingly look small to us or not even in the picture. Today, I want to encourage you that by faith, despite the difficult circumstance you're in, despite the waves that are coming around you, God is bigger. He is greater. He is more faithful to you than we could ever even understand and he will get you through by faith 
we get through. And so to help us with this, we're going to look at one of the heroes of faith we see from Hebrews chapter 11, Moses. And we're going to look at the story of Moses and the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. And you can find that in Exodus chapter 14. And I'm going to read 10, uh, 10 verses to you, maybe uh, nine verses, is uh, verses 10 to 18. So please, if you've got your Bibles, turn to it with me and we're going to journey through this together. It says this, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid, stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will again glory through Pharaoh and all his army. Through his chariots and his horsemen, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Now, in this scene, what is... What is happening here is part of a bigger picture. It's part of a, actually a big journey where God is delivering Israel out of Egypt where they were enslaved and in captivity under Pharaoh. And through Moses, a chosen deliverer of God, he is bringing them out of Egypt and into the promised land. So although in this story so far, they are actually out of Egypt, they are not yet in the promised land. And even worse, actually, in this part of the story, there seems to be a change of heart and mind of Pharaoh and they're coming after him. Egypt is coming after the Israelites. The army, the chariots are coming after Israel and Israel are seen to be terrified at this prospect, at what's going on. And remember, I wanted to just encourage us in terms of how we see God and how we see our circumstances, I want to encourage us to really consider what it is we're looking to, what it is we're looking at. Let's consider our own perspectives as we look at the Israelites. And what you can see in verse 10, they looked up. Look, it even says in the passage, they looked up. And what they saw were the Egyptians marching after them. And so they're filled with fear. They're terrified by their surroundings, or what is coming to get them. Now, what I love here is the fact that the Israelites cry out to God. That's a good thing, right? They're terrified by what they see and they go to God and they cry out to him. Doesn't mention that they see him or look to him, but they cry out to him. Thing is, in my reading of this passage, it seems that immediately they turn to Moses. Not only do they turn to Moses, they turn 
on Moses. They actually complain to him. They blame him. They said it would have been better to die in Egypt than better to die here. I'd rather be a slave in Egypt, live my life and die than die right here. And they're going into kind of self-preservation mode. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of build a bridge to get over your problems, get over it. And I think here what they're doing is that they're trying to think, what can we do so that we don't die? And there could be this idea of all right, let's just drop to our knees or let's just stop. Let's hope that, you know, Egypt, this army will bring us back. You see, in this season as a church family, when we turn to God, when we acknowledge God, we are invited to dwell with him and not dwell in our own situations and circumstances, although they are real. Remember, I said the struggle is real, but we get the opportunity, despite the struggle, to dwell in God and look to him. It seems like the Israelites here, they've literally cried out to God and they aren't happy. They obviously haven't heard from God and they immediately turn to Moses. Can I just encourage you, if you've heard the uh, video from Ola already today, he says that faith is about persisting. We need to persist. We need to dwell with God and not just turn somewhere else or think up an idea in our own strength, in our own skill, in our own wisdom, how to get around the situation. Remember, the Israelites have got the Red Sea before them or they've got the chariots of Egypt, the chariots of Pharaoh's army coming towards them. I don't know what situation or circumstance you find yourself in, but just it's very obvious to think about the lockdown. And during this lockdown, I feel that as a church, yes, many of us can cry out to God, but then we can look to something else. We can start reasoning with our own strength, with our own skill, or even blaming on different things, where the invitation really is from God to dwell with him. Now look at Moses' response, because it's amazing. Moses, he sees the army, okay? He sees them coming. Moses sees the Red Sea. Not only that, he sees the Israelites complaining and blaming him for bringing them to this place, this place of defeat and and near certain death, unless maybe in their own strength, they surrender and go back to Egypt. But Moses does something really amazing. Remember, I said, consider your perspective today. Moses says, Look to the Lord. He will deliver you. And the way he says Lord, if you look in the text, L-O-R-D in capitals, he's explaining, he's sharing God's name here. That was a personal revelation to Moses. In terms of the Israelite journey, it was Moses who first heard the personal name of God, Yahweh. So not only is he encouraging the Israelites to look to God, to see God despite the crazy situation they're in, he's inviting them to see God, who is a personal God, who says, I am who I am, and I will be who I will be. This is the name of God, the personal name that Moses is encouraging the Israelites to see. Again, as Ola said, if you've seen uh, the video before this on the parable, Ola says it's about relationship. Faith is about relationship. And Moses encourages Israel to see God in a personal way. In the midst of their situation, God is personal and there. Not only that, but I take encouragement from this passage, from this scripture, that in battle, 
in the hardship that you're facing, in the struggle, we need to see God. See God in your battle. See God in your challenge. See God in your hardship. He is with you and he is for you. Now, encouragingly, Moses then addresses what they've seen. So he says, look, God will rescue you. Look at the Lord. He then says, look at the Egyptians coming at you. So he doesn't deny the Egyptians aren't there. He says, look into your situation. But then this is what he says for the third look or the third time he talks about what they're seeing. He says, what you see, those Egyptians you see, you will see no more. Think of that. The thing that was bringing them terror, anxiety, fear, a whole load of negative things. And Moses says, the Lord will deliver you so that from what you see, you will see no more. It will not bother you anymore. You know, the perfect love of God drives out all fear. Let's look to the Lord, Yahweh, this personal God who wants to do relationship with us throughout life, in the entirety of your life. That's what it means to live by faith, by the way, to let this relationship with God permeate every area of your life. We say life is a journey. That means God is with us every step of that journey. It's encouraging to me that when I focus on God, I become an overcomer in Christ Jesus. It's really important that we realize what we focus on shapes us. What are you going to be focusing on today? You're going to focus on the battle, simply the battle, or the sea, or the chaos, or the waves around you? Or will you focus to the one who is with you in all of that? Finally, we get to hear God speak. And it says in verse uh, 15, the Lord speaks to Moses. So Moses hears God. And this is what God says, move on. And I love this because Moses has actually told the Israelites to be still. But God's command is to move on. And for a while, I just thought Moses had got this wrong. But actually, they weren't supposed to move until God said so. So can I encourage you in your dwelling, don't move from that place. Don't move from what you're doing with God until he gives you a command to move on or addresses your situation. It's interesting that he tells Moses to move his um, staff out and, uh, you know, put his hand, stretch his hand over the sea and then it will part. And that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? It sounds silly. And again, what Ola said in his previous video that you've watched today, he said, faith has no shame. Faith doesn't get ashamed. And I could imagine, could you imagine Moses? He didn't quietly just turn his back and then put the staff over and just say, part and hope. He did that with faith, knowing a God who was faithful to part the sea for him. I want to encourage you, Sometimes God will call us into doing things that sound ridiculous in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the battle, but we can trust him. Faith has no shame. Do it. Be obedient, just as Moses is. And what encourages me, because we know the story that the Israelites do pass through the Red Sea, the Red Sea parts, and then Pharaoh and his army follow in, and then God closes the sea on them. God says in this passage, in verse 17 and 18, I will do this for my glory. This is about my glory. 
Church, whenever we're going through troubled times and situations, even when God isn't seemingly working for our good, yet we know he is good, it's for his glory if we have faith in him. Isn't it a happy thought to think that when God is glorified, we are satisfied? The Israelites were satisfied when they got to the other side. Didn't make sense at the time, but God came through. And God will come through for you also. By faith, God will get you through. And finally, I'd just like to end. This passage we're reading today is mirrored in Hebrews chapter 11. And in Hebrews 11, when it goes through the whole of fame of all those who had faith, and it talks about Moses, it talks about Moses three times. It says, by faith, by faith, by faith, Moses did. But then when it came to the crossing of the Red Sea, do you know what it says? It says in verse 26, Hebrews 11, verse 26, by faith, the Israelites crossed the Red Sea. I'm praying for us as a church family that whatever hardship we're going through, that it will be by faith, by our relationship with God, that we will see it through and we'll get through together with God. Bless you guys, praying for you. May God bless you. Thanks for listening to this recording. We hope it has encouraged you, challenged you, and more than anything that you've heard the voice of God and been aware of his presence with you wherever you are. Do share with us any answers to prayer or get in touch if there is any way we can help you further on your journey with God. Come and see us on Sunday or you can email us at admin at wellspring-church.org. May God be near you and his peace be yours for the remainder of this day. In Jesus' name, amen.